welcome to the Walk On Podcast. I'm Brent Faulkner. So a while back, one of my friends asked our group the question, if you could spend the day with Jesus, what would you do? And we took turns going around the group answering that question, and people had just some really interesting and insightful answers. But I had trouble imagining what I would do. I think when it came to me, I finally said something about how I'd spend the day asking him questions or something like that. Um, But honestly, I had trouble imagining Jesus as a person next to me. And, And it kind of bugged me, you know, not being able to imagine Jesus as a person. I realized that most of the time when I think about Jesus, I thought in terms of the things about Jesus, right? Like I think about what he did. I think about the things he said. I think about the theological truths about him. I think about what he would do. I mean, I think about Jesus a lot, but I rarely think about him in an image of a real tangible embodied person. It's more these thoughts and theories and ideas about Jesus. But it's interesting because the biblical account goes out of its way to acknowledge the physicality of Jesus, particularly after the resurrection. Multiple accounts about how after the resurrection, Jesus eats meals with the disciples. The account of Thomas touching the wounds on the body of Jesus. Even the moment that Jesus ascends to heaven It's not like he just kind of disappears and vaporizes. No, his whole body is lifted up in the sky and ascends to heaven. And so it's like the writers of the New Testament are wanting us to understand that Jesus is not some sort of spiritual being, that he has a real body, even after his resurrection. And even though he can do things that are a little extraordinary, he still is in an ordinary body. And one of the the mysteries of Christ and the incarnation is this idea that Jesus is fully God and fully man at the same time. Paul writes in Colossians 2, 9, he says, For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Both of those aspects of Jesus are important, the humanity of Jesus and the deity of Jesus. And I think often for me, I, I lean towards the deity of Jesus emphasizing how he's God. and uh, But at the same time, the humanity of Jesus is just as important. Jesus being human gives us insight and hope for our own experience. The fact that Jesus was fully God and fully human give a glimpse to the future hope of God's ultimate plan of redemption, that it's not some sort of ethereal spiritual realm, but it's fully uniting heaven and earth. And for God, true wholeness and redemption is uh, all the aspects of our being coming together, spiritual and physical. It's heaven and earth uniting. And it elevates our experience. It elevates us as, as humans to know um, that they're not, that those things aren't exclusive, but it's fully God's intent that those things are united together in harmony and peace and shalom. Jesus being human speaks to the love and empathy of God. And Jesus knows what we experience because he experienced it himself. Hebrews 4.15 talks about how Jesus is the high priest and he understands our weaknesses for he faced all the same testings that we do, yet he did not sin. 
And Jesus being human makes possible this, his atoning work on the cross. It's part of God's redemption. In Romans 5, Paul talks about how death entered through Adam, but life through Christ. Uh, and that's possible because of Jesus being fully human and then the life that he lived and, and his willing sacrifice on the cross. But all of those are all still theological positions. The main point is that Jesus is a real person, even now. So the question is, when you think of Jesus, what do you see? Since that conversation with my group of friends, I've been trying to change the way I think about Jesus. I've been trying to imagine physical interactions with him, imagine his smile, his hands on my shoulders, his presence with me. And you may be saying, well, what's the big, what's the big deal? You know, we don't know exactly what Jesus looks like. So why should I try to make something up? I'll just think about him in terms of the stuff that I do know about him. One of the things that I've realized is that God created us to have relational connections. Part of the way that we create deep relational connections is through face to face interactions. And as I think about and envision Jesus as a real person next to me, it actually helps knit my heart closer to his. One resource that's given a fresh perspective to the way that I see Jesus is the film series, The Chosen. I cannot recommend this series enough. It depicts the interactions of Jesus with his disciples. It's a crowd-funded series. They, they're in season two right now and walk through several different episodes. And if I'm honest, I've found most Christian media that portrays Jesus to be cheesy or unrelatable or unrealistic, but The Chosen is one of the best I've seen. It depicts Jesus and the humanity of Jesus in a relatable way. You see his emotions, his humor, his interactions with the disciples and the people around him. To me, it's brought aspects of Jesus to life in a fresh way. The first season of The Chosen's on YouTube. Uh, you can also watch the first season and the second season for free on The Chosen app. I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you're interested in checking out that resource. Encourage you. It's, it's good. I can't recommend it enough. As we continue thinking about the humanity and the physicality of Jesus, uh, I want to turn to the account of the road to Emmaus. I've always found this section of scripture interesting. It takes place after the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus, and it describes how Jesus walks up and joins two disciples walking along the road, discussing the events of the death of Jesus and the claims of the empty tomb and trying to make sense of what all of it means. And as Jesus comes up to them, they don't recognize who he is. And Jesus begins talking with them and explaining what the scriptures have to say about the Messiah and helping connect dots to them about the empty tomb and what does that mean. And they're intrigued. And they continue this discussion all the way to their village. And the two disciples urge Jesus to stay with them. And so he does. And they sit down for a meal. And as Jesus blesses the meal and breaks the bread, their eyes are opened and they saw him for who he truly was. This is uh, my prayer for you and for me to take what we know about Jesus in the scriptures, but then to have Jesus open our eyes to see him in a, in a real deeper way. So I invite us to ponder this scene of scripture 
in a moment of imaginative prayer. We want to ask Jesus to open our eyes and to help us build upon our scriptural understanding of him and begin to see him as a person lovingly sharing a meal with us. So as we begin, take a couple deep breaths and focus your heart and your mind in this moment. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this moment. We ask you to lead our minds and our hearts into your truth. We ask you to open our eyes to the truth of who Jesus is. Imagine that you are sitting at a candlelit table. There's a meal prepared and spread out before you. You look at the table and you see all the food in front of you. You look up and you see that there's someone sitting across the table, but you can't quite make out who it is. Their face is obscured. But even though you don't know who it is, you still have a calm and a peace. You have a sense that this person is a friend and you're eager to discover who it is. person on the other side of the table brings their hands together, prays over the meal, and then they reach out and grab a small loaf of bread from the middle of the table and they break it in two and offer you the other half. As you reach out to take the bread, you look up and suddenly you can see that the person across the table is Jesus. You take in the features of his face and the expression that he has. What does Jesus look like? More than his facial features, you notice the expression that he has. It's an expression that when you see his face, you know instantly how he feels about you. What expression does Jesus have? How do you feel in his presence? You and Jesus begin to share the meal. And as you eat, Jesus tells you story after story. They're stories that you're familiar with because you've read them in your Bible. But as Jesus tells them, they come to life in a fresh way. The warmth, compassion, and humor that Jesus shares them with makes you realize that you will never see him or those stories in the same way again. They're somehow more real, more true than you ever realize. After a long leisurely meal, you finish dessert and Jesus gets up to leave. He turns and places his hands on your shoulders, looks you in the eyes and says, peace be with you. So may we live in the presence and the peace 
and the truth of Jesus. For in him lives the fullness of God in a human body.